You're in a Fenestration Conversation, where Canada's window and door industry talks about the things that matter to our businesses. Now here's your host, Patrick Flannery. Well, hi, everybody. I'm here with Frederick Goche from uh, Fenestra. Frederick, how are you? Oh, well, I've told you, and I'm going to tell everybody. I've been yep. told to say that I'm doing better than most. That's <laughs> what my girlfriend tells me to say. That's the line I'm going to be going with, and I might get, just get a T-shirt out, made out of it. So, yeah, doing great. As long as you're as long as you're above the waterline, uh, Frederick, we're uh, and above the grass, as they say. Uh, that's uh, that's 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 good to hear. Uh, we're paddling and surfing. Paddling. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. So uh, anyways, folks, uh, Fred's here with us today to uh, we're, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about Finestra. It's high time we had a, an update on uh, on uh, absolutely Canada's the uh, premier buying group for uh, the window and door industry. Uh, I, I, I uh, really uh, am always intrigued by their their model and what they do uh, and and the, and what they deliver uh, to the industry, to the people that are members and the people that are involved. Um, they've, uh, they've launched, uh, the, this advantage, uh, event recently. Well, I guess it's been a few years now, but, yes. uh, I've, I've attended several of those and, uh, and, and they are always phenomenal. Um, and, uh, and, and Fred's going to, I think, give us a little preview of, uh, some of the plans maybe for the next one, as much as he's allowed to say, and, <laughs> right. and, and, uh, and then, and then, and then, you know what, we might get into, we might get into a little general industry talk because, uh, you know, Fred's a guy that, uh, has a lot of contact with all of you out there and, uh, and, uh, maybe has the, the, the pulse on a, a little bit bigger perspective on some things. So, uh, let's, uh, let's jump into it, Frederick, let's start with, uh, let's start with you and, uh, Finestra, tell us a bit about, uh, about yourself and your background and, uh, and, and, and the group itself. Sure. Uh, well, guys, I, I've been doing this, Patrick, um, and, and when I say this, it, it's not managing or it's not it's not surveilling or it's not verifying numbers. It's all of that. I mean, I've been always been involved in customer service and having my own business on the side and, and that entrepreneurial uh, business has always been present. So everywhere I've been, I've been trying to push the envelope. So whether it's been, I, I actually, uh, uh, I've got bioethics studies. So I've, I've, I've done things for the medical side way, way back at, at varsity level. And I got involved at the government, government level. And then all of a sudden got into industrial and then the car industries, uh, the uniselects of this world, which most of you have probably heard was uh, sold to American, uh, the Americans, uh, last year, but, and then I'll, Slowly but surely, I made my way through the construction industries and grew uh, grew quite a bit through Masonite. Uh, so Masonite's been uh, very good to me, and, and I got involved with the labeling and the certification processes for Masonite, and got involved into Fenestration Canada. And throughout all of that, there's been a there's been an, an 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 evolution, if you will, that brought me to be ready for to take that position at Fenestra. And it's not as if I, I come with a one stream, if you will, a river in terms of the knowledge and the, and the package that comes into what I, I'm pushing into the Finestra being it's, I've got so many aspects that I'm bringing ideas from everywhere right now. And, and I've got great uh, communication at, the, uh, at our level as well as far as windows and door industry. So people are opening up, they're very open-minded and I'm meeting such brilliant people throughout the industry and amongst those that you've had at the podcast and others that are present in, in the magazine as well. So having a ball, Finestra has, um, has, been, has been very, very good to, uh, to me and they're, they're giving me a great opportunity to me to catch the ball, run with it, get some yards and, and make sure that we score some touchdowns down the road. But Finestra has been doing this. Mind you, I'm, I'm taking this as a 3.0 version, right? So uh, a lot of uh, a lot of, uh, of our listeners have probably uh, heard and, and met Jean-François Togovsek. And um, he's he's done such a good work with, uh, with uh, Finestra Co-op. Because keep in mind that Finestra Co-op is, yes, it's a buy group. It's a, more, it's a bit more than that. It's actually a real co-op. Everybody's got to vote into this. It's not all about the rebates. There's so much more involved. Uh, uh, that, that that gets the people to stay, that gets the people to come. Uh, uh, there's that contact and they're all independent businesses. So 
So it's definitely more than a buying group. And uh, when, when you come to think of it, uh, it's a very interesting model. There's very few window and door business model that go in co-ops, right? So, and you're a good preview to that. Yeah. There you go, folks. If you have any questions about uh, editing the genes of your workers to turn them into better window and door installers, uh, Fred's <laughs> here to uh, give you the bioethics perspective on that. I didn't know that about uh, about your. Uh, I like I like to ch challenge people's mind. That's what I'm <laughs> That's terrific. So so tell us. Uh, well, give us the um, give us the thirty thousand foot. Like you say, more than a buying group. Give us the yeah. thousand foot on uh, on 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 what Finestra does and how it works. Well, listen. Fenestra is it started way, way back. The genesis of it goes back to 2009. Um, brilliant people got together, uh, the George Warrens of this world and the Kevin Pellys of this world. I mean, yeah. those were the, the pops and there's very good instances still in, in the industry, right? So they got together, they had a conversation and it, they figured out that let's see we can if we can build an alliance and have a business relationship, a very close business relationship with business partners as suppliers. And they worked into it for a couple of years, and in 2011, if I'm not mistaken, they started. They, there were eight of them, and uh, the G8 they were called uh, at the time, and, <laughs> and that, that was made along the way with the, the fan caravan. So that's always a good conductor. Um, and they got into, they got involved with 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 partners and 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 suppliers, and it just grew and grew. The, the whole point here is, there's, we're actually holding all of our in the receivables and the, there's all those administrative that that everybody um everybody has got right it would make it easier for a small medium size even large sided business to, to get fluent and have access whether it's on the supplier side or on the member side to to grow in 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 terms of the canadian perspective keep in mind on our membership right now uh of just about 42 at the, at the moment um goes from nova scotia all the way down to victoria island and we go all the way up to to Whitehorse, so quite a quite a very large perspective, very interesting um, road for a lot of suppliers who would like to develop and or challenge their position and or products to get. And they come to us and they ask, okay, well, if we were to do this or if we were to do that, or let's have a conversation about this, or would you be willing to try that? And we've got very forward thinking uh, people in in our group. And they're ha they're kind of handpicked. Uh, um, they uh, they're 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 pretty much the who's who's, and and they're we're still missing a good good part of. Uh, we'd like to add more pieces of uh, of chess on our chessboard to have those uh, those people dance around between suppliers and and members. So we're we're chasing that down. Um, main objective. It's fairly easy. It's to get those people connected. And make business a lot easier. I mean, we, we've all been hearing about AI is coming and fear for your job. Well, I'm, unless I'm proving wrong, um, people using AI will be the next uh, the next big thing probably. But you still need that contact between people, especially between independent businesses. They need to get in contact with each other. Otherwise, they're on their own island. They think that they've got everything figured out. Unless they meet each other, and then all of a sudden they go, "Oh, I've got a great spaghetti sauce," but that guy who's in my group as well, it's got something pretty cool. Let's see if we could add that on top to the breadth of offer that we have. So that's that's what Finestra is all about. Yeah, it's a it it's got its rebates. Uh, it, we make things a lot easier as make as far as making business is concerned on receivables and financials, but it's above and beyond. It's all those exchanges of information and insight and. Uh, exchange of ideas and, and and sharing. That's what's been actually been fueling most of our AGMs um, that we've been having every year, along with our advantage session that you've uh, attended, Patrick. Yeah, yeah, and those and those are great, and we're going to get to those. Um, the um, um, so membership is, as you say, somewhat handpicked. Is there a process that people apply and then they're and then they're approved by the board, or how does that work? Well, yeah, you kind of you kind of got it right. It's it's actually very simple. We love to have conversation and then grow our membership. Uh, and there's power in number, um, in in terms of of sharing the that information. We're not a closed group. Far from it. We uh, we like we love to entertain conversation and see where you're going. What what you're actually if the the business that you're doing and the way people are doing business, actually attaches to the value that we have. Um, and we haven't been. 
refusing a bunch of people, none, not from that. And we've been more than willing to examine and have them come on board. Let's have the conversation and see if there's a good fit. It's, it's all about making, uh, make it good for everybody. I mean, everybody needs to get something out of it. And it's not uh, the, the, the situation about, hey, I, I wouldn't want to get into Finestra, my competitors in, into Finestra. Well, I can tell you something. I'd rather have an, a noisy neighbor with whom I'd be able to have an entertaining conversation than somebody, a competitor that I would be throwing rocks at each other without exactly knowing what it's all about. Let's see that, make sure that everybody gets their share, fair share of market. And it's not a, necessarily a cutthroat world out there. Uh, Canada is so large, right? So um, it's, it's the power of collaboration for sure. It's a diverse group for sure. I've I've seen that at the events. Um, it's it's terrific uh, representation from from all parts of the of the industry. My uh, my 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 book is uh, is full of people that I want to profile and put in the magazine just from yeah. uh, just from attending uh, 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 the last advantage session. Um, what I guess put put it in a nutshell for me, uh, Frederick, uh, if. Um, what what makes a what makes a good member of Finestra? What are you guys looking for in a window well, in company? We we uh, we look for somebody who are willing to share, right? To come yeah. to the table, um, share what they're what they're experiencing. First and foremost, well, they're they're going to get good value out of it. Uh, mm -hmm. It's the next. You know what? I've been having some conversation for the past. I've been on the road across Canada since April. And there's a next generation of window and door people coming about in, in Canada. And it's a Finestra co-op is such a great vehicle for them to get involved and get on the fast track of learning. It's not getting a diploma and sitting in school and being read to far from it. You're going to be sharing about what you're bringing to the table from the industry that you come from or from the school that you've been taught. And then you, and then there it's, it just adds on. It's one thing to, to have the knowledge. It, it just, trifolds when you share it uh, so all those that next generation i believe will be very much empowered by that type of collaboration whether it's from what finestra does but from or somewhere else as well the worst the worst knowledge the one is that is the one that you keep to yourself and you don't share um, at some point in time whether it it probably goes uh irrelevant or and there's so many moving parts right now in the world uh it's a vuca world as as they say so the power of the co-op is going to make them very nimble and able to adjust to the, the, to the proper situation for the rest of the market. So, yeah, come to think of it in a, in a nutshell, somebody is willing to participate and share and be present uh, for sure. I mean, uh, not only to the events, but we've got committees as well that are involved that are looking into hey, what else is out there in terms of of uh, of. Um, of siding, of, of technology, of, of aluminum and or anything else and like in, in terms of glass and doors and patio doors, we've got communities that are, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I don't hold the knowledge and I don't hold all the, the decisions onto this. I reach out to them, they tell me exactly what they're looking for and I'll hunt that down for them. But like I said, these people are such great minds. Uh, we just need to add on top of the library of Alexandria, if you will, the, of knowledge. Yeah, interesting. I I know that your um your 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 lineup of suppliers who are involved is uh, is very good, um and and covers really most of the bases uh, certainly that are specific to windows and doors. What what are um are there? I'm not going to say gaps, Frederick, but are, but but are there? I guess you've named a few. There's some areas where you're 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 looking to bring in new um new people, people that uh, that offer maybe something that isn't covered by the by the offering right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know what? There's always the uh, meat and potatoes type of things that you need to to, to have mm. available, and and that's what's been part of the group. And we're working hard to make make sure that it, that's sustained, obviously. But there's all those elements about security that's not being looked into. And mm. I've been hearing a lot of things about um, about interior doors. What about let's make sure that we complete the offer uh, about people uh, that are making windows and doors. I mean. Most of the time, they've got the plans of the house. They've covered the exterior envelope, and they leave the door business that they're already able to do, um, and we'd like to add into that. So we've got good partners to work into this as well. Aluminum is a is a thing that's that's trending up uh, for a bunch of reasons, and, and whether they're right or wrong, we've uh, we need to look into that as well. And and uh, we're mostly commercial. We need to be and. 
Administration Canada is doing a great job about this. They've actually enticed and they've put in place a great uh, commercial avenue insight uh, team that they're going to be working on. So we need to look into that as well because most of our members are have grown so much throughout the year, the years, I'm sorry, that they need to expand their markets and figure out, okay, well, how far can I go and can I touch the commercial side? Like how high can I go? And there's only so much you can do uh, with PVC, right? So um, that the aluminum concern is definitely something that you need to look into for sure. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's a shift that's happening uh, uh, for sure. And we, 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 we may get into that in a minute. I've referenced the Advantage event a couple of times uh, without uh, without really explaining it. Uh, I'll leave oh. that to you, Fred. What what uh, uh, Frederick? What 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 is your Advantage event? What can what, what do people expect to to see there? What an, well, herein lies the difference between a co-op and a buying group, right? So, like I said, the co-op thing is we want to build a relationship between the the, the suppliers and and the, and the members, the member owners. And one way we do this is, yes, we do the, AG, uh, the AGM once a year and we get together and make sure that we're all aligned in the same direction and what we want to do in the values. But we also do that for the suppliers, right? So once a year, whether it's Montreal, Toronto, we may, we may push out of that shell in the next few years. But we, we take the suppliers and we make them, we, put, we bring them up front. They're the most people that they're, they're also very good partners of ours. And there's one reason I always said that we have to employers into this, the members and the suppliers, right? So everybody needs to be happy and advantage is the time that our members are pushing uh, the suppliers in front. Uh, we make them, we raise the bar, we, we raise the water with them. We uh, we let them, we give them the floor, tell us what you're all about, where you're going, what's, how can we collaborate with you and, and add to uh, your sales number and your development and your sales products and so on and so forth. Tell us more. And that's the time that we bring them. Uh, we raise we raise their um, their um, their. Uh, I should put that help me out profile, here. Profile. There we go. I, there I, you I'll, go. That's I'll the use one of my Hufflepuff points to uh, to get. The <laughs> <laughs> yep, absolutely. So that's that's unique in itself. Yep. Um, and you're the one, and I've been here, I've been only hearing good words. I used to be part of the manufacturer group, as I, as I said earlier, and attended as a supplier and really enjoyed it. Uh, it's a very efficient session, right? You get a lot done quickly and you, you qualify a lot of customers very, very quickly in those sessions. And that usually is done in February. So very soon after that, you kind of know what the, the skeleton of your sales initiative should be made around uh, across Canada because we're uh, a Canadian group. And that's all, and by the way, everything's being done either in, in French or in English, right? So you've been preview to that. Um, lucky for me, I, I speak a bit in Eng English and I, I'm not too bad in French either. So I get that that thing going and, um, and the flow is very, very good. Um, there's, uh, it's all about making it happen there for sure. And I, I think it does, what do you think? Yes, I, well, the 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 I, I think what what a, a lot of what you're part of what you're referring to here is is what everybody calls the speed dating uh, event at, at at advantage. And there's there's a number of different things that go on. You're 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 all together. It's very much like a like an industry conference. There's great presentations, great education. There's some there's there's lots of social event. There's uh, possibly some drinking. Uh, the, uh, there's, uh, there's, there's great food, the whole, all of, all of that good stuff occurs, but, but, but one of the, one of the central things that's kind of going on throughout is the speed dating session where the, uh, the, 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 the suppliers sit basically at tables, uh, and the members move from table to table and have a time discussion. I, I think it's 15 minutes or something. We get to talk and, and then, and then, and then move on to the next table. And of course, everybody's familiar with this, with this concept. It's just that in, in, in Finestra in particular, it's tremendously effective because the whole structure of everything is bringing suppliers and, uh, and, and, and attendees together. If you tried to do that at a trade show, for instance, it wouldn't work because you'd have too many people for, for, for the number of people that were there and all this kind of thing. Um, and, and, and I gotta say the, the, the discussions doing that 
you how many conferences do you go to where you where you end up talking to five or six people and the people that you know and and then you go away and you know you've watched the presentations and that's really the end of it right you end up talking to every single person that's there you yeah. meet people you would not have met otherwise you have uh you have a one-on-one -on -one time where you're just focused to discuss each other uh uh it, it is great uh it is tremendously useful. and and uh, again back to your point about a young person who has maybe just entered the industry or who has just taken over their father's mother's business uh their parents business uh, who, who's who's just getting into things or or ramping up in things you 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 will never make more contacts or or learn more in a short time than uh, than at one of these events i i, I gotta say i i think it's uh i, I yeah. think it's been a tremendous so it's a privileged time i mean we we build on the strength of the members right and then their presence in, in and we try to get the commitment on purchases and to that and right keep in mind that in those 15 sessions anything between product knowledge to uh prices negotiation can be initiated there and so on and so forth so it it makes the next move or the next signing a lot more efficient right because there's always there's already been an entrance or a conversation and i've had people that come to me as a friend why would i talk to this person or that person because we don't do any business well you never know and truth to that i mean very very soon after well you know what i'd like to get his contact and i and that makes a lot easier you know what they say usually a sale comes after uh, the twelfth call. Well, consider this five to six calls because it's yep. very, very close and and face to face, nose to nose type of thing, right? So like, there's a good link of confidence that cuts with that. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's a it's a it's a a great opportunity for uh, for all concerns. So that's the advantage event. And what are the what are the what are the plans for the next one, Fred? Do you had where 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 when do we know? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I know so much that if I. I said everything I'd have to kill you, but I will. <laughs> so, so we've been planning ahead, right? So we're a Canadian group yeah. and we like to focus on that. Uh, we're very proud Canadians throughout the country. So we've done uh, West Coast and East Coast on, on an alternate basis. And last year was Banff. Um, so everybody loved doing that. And, and that's one thing. And this year we're doing PEI. We're doing to Probush Cove uh, session. Fencan was actually in Charlottetown not long ago. We're actually pushing a bit further, getting more intimate. We've got some some golfers also. They'll enjoy their time. But we're refocusing on the conversation, the exchange, the success, and where they, and where they failed and what are the solutions. And, yeah, we'll have uh, and people bring their insight from outside of the business as well. Because you need to hear from from sometimes from outside of the market or sometimes are outside of the business to, to kind of make it relative, right? It's all about where you situate yourself to understand the reality. So we'll push into that. And one thing that makes our AGM a bit special is we uh, we don't make it compulsory, but we love to have the companions on board, right? So we bring we're being husbands and wives, and they come on they come along, and we there's been long friend relationship building into those, right? That comes along with it. That's how close people are into the, in, in that group. And yeah. next year we're doing Toronto for the advantage session that we, uh, we've, we've talked. So all in all, fairly standard. And we'll look out for 2024. Uh, 2024 advantage, we've got cool plans around the corner. So if anybody knows me on the podcast or any of the listeners, we, you know that I like to go outside of the box a bit. And uh, actually, not even outside through the box. So uh, we'll see uh, how that comes out. And as far as advantage session, Toronto is around the corner. We're uh, we're pretty much all set up. That's going to be happening in February. But we're all, we're already uh, in the plans for 2025. So I uh, got to be prepared. Got to be uh, recognized and be nimble because even if you make a plan, you know what they say in the military: or make a plan and get ready and always be ready to uh, to change it along the way. That's yeah. that. But you have to have a plan. Yeah. No no plan survives contact with the enemy. I believe <laughs> term. I, that was, yeah, that, that I think is the line. Um, okay. So just to be, just to be hundred percent clear, the yep. AGM is PEI, right? That's the AGM not, is PEI. Yeah. AGM is PEI where we, it's a member focused. That's um, yep. amongst ourselves and advantage accelerate session. It's in yep. Toronto this year. Last year was Montreal. Right. And we, uh, we've learned that it's a lot easier to have, uh, to have people come over when we're, Around an airport, so figure out the different. The next few years, there's going to be an airport around us. Okay, yeah, and, and, yeah, and that was that was actually that worked out really well in Montreal. That was that was too easy. You were right in the airport at the uh, the hotel there, and uh, and everybody's that was, got super busy schedule, right? And especially this year, everybody they wanted to catch 
the first wave out of the of the 2023 session, and everybody was a bit nervous. But all in all, you know what? From what transpired uh, transpired out of that session, um, it's not all loom and gloom. I mean, things are rolling pretty good in Canada right now as far as windows and doors when you think about it. So uh, we had heard of of the minus 30s of this world in some markets. Uh, that's not what we're seeing. And I'm pretty sure that's not the case. That, that's the same case for everybody in Canada. We're, we're The market is doing pretty good. Awesome. Um future future directions for finestra what's what's the what's the five-year vision what's the 10-year vision well interestingly enough um we're gonna we're gonna be making a new strat plan for the next few years there's been so many changes and add-ons as far as members and are concerned and um added finestra that we're going to realign and readjust with with the membership and the next gen and the new demands and uh, we got to go above and uh, above the uh, the conversation about uh, the energy energy star situation. There's other things that are going to be influencing the market. Uh, we talked about earlier about the aluminum. That's a growing thing that we need to look into, and the multifacet. I've been I've been seeing more and more prehangers and window and door businesses uh, stretching their not their 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 nature, going from residential and okay, what else, what else can we go in, into and how can we get that support, right? So that's the other thing. And trying to get, the, trying to get more and more of a partnership with the suppliers. Uh, it's a lot easier for everybody when we got some, some stable situation happening. Everybody is looking for stability right now. Um, but we'll try to provide that to, for everybody and they're gonna be, we're gonna put good measures into place to make that happen. But if the full true answer to your question is going to come out out of that strat plan conversation that we'll have that will voice all of the members and the values that the Finestra group will bring forth and to grow the market in Canada. So right. we're being influenced just like everybody right now, right? So um, so right now in the world, there's so many things happening. Everybody's still on the stand standstill of the situation, whether it's whether it's the BRICS situation or whether it's the Energy Star being pushed away or um, and all those labeling in 2025, there's a lot bunch of buzzwords that keep us all up at night. Um, we're going to be addressing that, right? So with with 42 members, we're not going to be far from the truth as far as heading is concerned. Let's move into industry talk. Um, and uh, and and you've 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 hit a couple of you, you've hit a whole bunch of points. Um, I, I guess. Um, well, let's just start with this, uh, Frederick. What when you're talking to the members these days? Um, what, what what is top of mind for people? What are the what what are the pain points? What has people's attention? You know what? Um, I've I've been I've been hearing of all, and I was brought in. We're about the same age. We're you're as young as I am. Mm -hmm. um, about you remember those ISO nine nine hundred nine thousand and oh yeah oh wow that was the rage so back right, in the nineties so, so that was the precursor to the lean management thing and all the black belts mm -hmm. and, all, and all those things and all of a sudden the, the pandemic hit yeah. and everybody had learned to rely on the supplier and to learn and and to have super low inventory and then just on time delivery and and all those things and and all of a sudden they figured out holy crap um i'm not enough i don't have enough material to be able to run for the next few months um so we have to relearn kind of okay how do i manage an inventory that's ever flowing and that i've got changes and on top of that logistics and that's that's one thing that i've been hearing about how do i move stuff out or to my job sites or even within my my business itself what do I keep? What are the, the do I go with a Kanban or uh, implementing e, e, ERPs and ESPs and all those and all those things that are going to be able to make management uh, my internal management a lot easier and rely less on other people or other businesses or the chain of supply to uh, to make sure that my business goes well. Let's be more integrated. So I've been hearing a lot of about uh, those conversations in many ways and many accents throughout Canada logistics and integration and and making sure that we're going to be able to rely on ourselves and, and make sure that we're going to be able to catch all the opportunities that we have rather than say well you know what we can do it but it's going to take 36 weeks or 24 weeks those are the things that they don't want they don't want to deal with anymore 
Uh, that usually means loss of business and loss of dollar, but even furthermore, loss of confidence of the customer. Uh, so that's something that, and I, I understand them. They've, uh, some of them have built their businesses on, on families and so on and so forth to break that bond of confidence with the clients. Uh, and the end user is something that they're definitely not want to put at risk anymore. There, there, there was a, there was an old school uh, attitude uh, uh, among business owners uh, uh, that you see uh, probably in uh, in uh, you know, well, the the baby boomer generation and maybe before even a little bit before um, um, of of control uh, being very important, control over your process, control over your product, control over 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 everything that goes on in your business. Uh, 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 if you talk to the older guys, our grandparents, uh, uh, they had a they had a very very strong focus on that, and, and, and were very very interested in that. And then and then of course that was that was viewed as as, as tremendously uh, uh, oh stultified and and stuck in the mud, and 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 you know you you shouldn't think like that. Uh, uh, and the you know the ISO rage comes along, and uh, and and the bean counters are saying, well, look at the money you're going to save on taxes from not carrying this inventory over and, uh, and, and look at the, look at the uh, uh, incredible savings you're going to have on not having to have a warehouse. And oh my goodness. And, uh, and, and that all sounded fine. Uh, and, and it worked uh, oh, yeah, for sure. to some extent it's, for a while. It's, uh, it was a juggling act. Keep in mind. Right. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was never simple. And, and ISO was a pain in the ass. Uh, and, and, and I mean, I, I think a a lot of companies once they got that sign up just went yeah okay uh, yeah I've done it uh, I, I can get I can get I can bid on that I can bid on that now and you know I don't I don't have to yeah but um, yeah the, 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 uh, that's very interesting uh, uh, insights there Frederick that, that that I COVID brought it home uh, uh, you know at, at the end of the day uh, uh, nothing is a hundred percent certain. And, uh, and, 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 and having your processes outside of your, uh, 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 direct influence and control is, 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 has its own risks. It has its own yeah. risks and expenses. They, they found the same thing, even all with all the China, uh, shipping. Well, uh, this, this is where I was going, right? So yeah. there's going to be an equilibrium and deal with that, right? Obviously there's an elephant in the room and everybody knows that Asia has got, has got interesting, um, solutions and, and 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 or challenges equally not me from not for me to, to judge right mm -hmm. um and that's that also something that we uh, we need to be mindful of not only in, in reliability or quantity but also in, in terms of quality so and with all the new the new things coming around as far as judging the, the quality of a product and the terminals and so on and the testing um so yeah that, you add that it, it's a complexity that you add to it uh, but people would would rather be able to control that complexity of that that recipe than to have somebody else outside deal with it and say, well, whenever you're ready, send it over and we'll figure it out. Um, that's not something that that's something that uh, they're not fronting upon, but they'd like they'd like to avoid. Let's put it this way. Which is why you would want to be a member of Finestra so that you can, uh, you can have solid Canadian uh, uh, suppliers that you have great relationships with and not somebody you met over the internet. Listen, Pat, I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> not only that, keep in mind that within our group ourselves, we've got people that make, I mean, everybody does this wonder product that nobody else does, right? They yeah. share that products among themselves. Right, right. So, so rather than have it outsourced, you have it in-house. I mean... Uh, so a lot of our members are very product specific in terms of what they do, whether it's aluminum, whether it's exterior doors, whether it's fiberglass doors and fabrication or what have you. They share those products across the membership and it just grows it, it, it just grows the, the power of the co-op itself. I mean, it's a self-nurturing ecosystem, if you will. The other thing that's uh, 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 and uh, well, actually, what I want to find out from you is if is if this is top of mind and how much and how much it's on people's radar screens and how much you're hearing about it. Uh, uh, I just did it. I'm just completing my uh, my uh, third quarter issue for of Glass Canada magazine, which is our commercial glazing magazine. Um, and, uh, and, and just not, not really through any plan of mine. The thing is almost front to back discussion of embodied carbon. Um, this is, you know, the, 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 this, this issue of, of, of the government's moving from make it insulating, make it save how much energy the building uses 
to, well, now we, now we're going to like, only now we're going to start thinking and talking about how much carbon did you emit in the production delivery installation, et cetera, of, of, of the product. Is anyone, is this on anyone's radar screen, Fred, are, are, are people talking about this? Yeah. Well, everybody knows about it. Everybody's yeah. talking about it. We'll, uh, the passive house industry is obviously something that's going to be driving a lot of our of our members. They know, um, and lucky for us, we've got great partners. Administration Canada does an amazing job into getting mm -hmm. that information and now all those technical data. Keep in mind that, yeah, we do. We we can talk to talk, but not as well as as uh, what Fenestration Canada does. So we mm -hmm. rely on on FenCan and our partners for that. Um, so that's not something that we'll entertain, but for sure, that's a, it's a, a subject of conversation amongst our members right now, looking for solution and sharing that knowledge and what they know and what they've heard or what they do for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. I just, I, I, I wanted to know if I'm uh, completely uh, barking up the wrong, uh, barking <laughs> up the wrong tree. No, they they but, know about it. Uh, yeah. It's. Yeah, it's well, they're going to have to know about it. I, I mean, I guess my my feel like just hearing when the noises that are coming out of Ottawa, um, they're they're the people are going to have to know about it if they don't, uh, because yeah. the the day is coming very soon when the building code is going to say um, you're allowed to have X amount of embodied carbon in your product and no more. Yeah. Uh, so so so. And that's it. probably where the uh, and just my thought here. Uh, it's probably where the the relationship between a supplier and and a, and a customer will be very 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 important because there'll need to be that synergy that that proper recipe of the amount of carbon that you can have in your product to be able to to make it apply applicable to a project right so the yeah. integration of the products that they'll be able to use is not going to be the same amongst our membership or throughout Canada I, I don't I don't think that'll narrow down to one type of product and one type only um but obviously, suppliers will even suppliers will at some point need to talk to uh, to work amongst themselves, and you're seeing this, right? So we're seeing a bunch of co of companies right now, and and some of them are our suppliers, buying what's missing from in the kitchen to make sure that they're going to have everything to be able to make that one stop shop product to offer and make it easy for their customers to take that and sell it to the end user, right? So. Um, so that's probably what's coming around right now and the benefits of all those acquisition and agglomeration and unification of businesses. Yeah. Interested in the uh, comments on uh, on aluminum uh, as, a, as, a, as a trend, as a, uh, as, a, as a thing that's 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 growing now. And you know it's it's funny, it's it's come full circle even in re really my relatively short time in the industry, about twelve years. I, I know when i when I first got involved with uh, uh, Glass Canada, I actually started fenestration review because at the time, Glass Canada was trying to have uh, the commercial glaziers and the residential window and door manufacturers in the same magazine. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and, and I, I just found that the, the, those businesses were so completely different yeah. and, and doing yeah. such completely different things that, uh, that no, we, we, we needed something just for the window and door side, uh, yeah. of things out there. And so, and so we did that. Um, but, um, now, as you say, the overlap every year seems to get more and more and more and more and more. Um, uh, I, I, so I guess my question to you is, and especially with, with the work that's been done on thermal breaking aluminum, uh, we can hit some energy standards now, uh, with it embodied carbon might make that difficult because aluminum is a very high embodied carbon product. Um, but, um, in the meantime, I, yeah, 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 exactly. And, and, and so my thought, what, I guess what I want to ask you is would Finestra's vision, um, down the road and i realize you haven't had your strategic planning meeting yet but but do you think it, it could end up being down the road that you were trying to bring really commercial people like guys that do curtain walls uh, you know skyscrapers try, trying to get that sector of things into the into the group or or are you it, thinking more in might, terms of aluminum it, it might get there pat i mean yeah i uh, will need to before we get there there's a bunch of steps that we'll need to take for sure um mm. i mean the, the question of why aluminum not PVC uh, down the road and very and the end of that road is not before we take that turn is not very far. People keep in mind that it's one thing to meet the standards. Um, people want 
sometimes what is being designed for or what is being planned for and what the customer is looking for cannot be built, done with the common residential type of products. And they have to go with aluminum. And you know what? At some point, the customer or the end user maybe doesn't really care about the, the thermal breach of it all. All he wants is, is the view on the lake and, and or the ocean, right? So that may be that thing that, that will trend it up. Um, keep, keeping in mind that we're very, very residential by nature. Right. And knowing that right now, like I said earlier in our conversation, that we've been peaking what else can we do and what else can we use our expertise to, to grow on in, in, in some of our markets. And they've been dabbling into that. And lucky for us, we've got aluminum partners in our group that's been supporting us. I know for sure that aluminum's presence is going to be more and more um, part of the landscape, if you will, as far as windows and doors. Now, as will it be as as prevalent as it is in Europe? Don't think so. Not just right now, but very very quickly, L will come to that to the. Uh, to those makers of uh, of uh, curtain walls and, and and people that will partner with us uh, to complete the offer of, because at some point that will become the um, the, the proper offer to a certain to a certain product and maybe just not maybe niche now your lights are probably brighter than mine to tell me when's that going to be on a time frame and if I, if I were to ask that question some to some of our members they would be able to pinpoint a time period on that. Personally, I just don't know. I'm, I'm not going to uh, to risk myself in, in p- pushing a date into that or a number of years. But yeah, I would tend to think that that's going to come down the road. That's part of be part of maybe not this this uh, actual strat plan, but very 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 soon. And yeah. Keep in mind, a, a strategic plan is only as good. Like I said, we're going to be willing to be able to open up to uh, different possibilities. So. If the market goes, yep, we uh, we need more of that. Uh, we'll hunt it down and we'll make it available uh, and, and make make them part of our uh, our business offer. So and and it's all about. I mean, I remember the first the first steel door that we had at, at our place. It was actually a interior door that w- that was made with steel over it and 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 was tacked. And that that was the steel door that we had. Think of where we are right now, how much it's evolved and kind of stagnate. And but a bunch of stuff have been happening all along. Curtain walls is it might just be the next big thing. Up for the, our members to figure that one out and exactly what they're foreseeing. Like I said, with 42 members, we can't be that far from the truth. Here, here's my prediction. You're gonna you're gonna have a whole you're gonna have a whole bunch of curtain wall guys applying to join uh in about uh well, it's a long way off, but in a, a, after after about 2030, you're going to have all the aluminum guys clamoring to get in because oh, yeah. uh, the, uh, <clears throat> the the codes and the architects are going to look at the embodied carbon of aluminum in a skyscraper and they're going to say, nope, I uh, can't do this anymore. And uh, they're all going to be looking for residential work. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Absolutely, it may, it, it, it may come to us and ask them to them. Very, very good point. Absolutely, with that. Absolutely. So get 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 ready. Get ready. Uh, get ready to accept them. Taking um, taking yeah. note, giving you credit, Kurt. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Right. Record this. I got my uh, Johnny Carson hat on, and yeah. Um, the, uh, the the God, I'm aging myself. Yeah. Um, the uh, yeah the Swami, you know, with the envelope on the forehead. Karnak. Karnak. He was he, Karnak, Karnak, right, right. Look it up on uh, YouTube, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, now you 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 alluded to it uh, uh, briefly, but uh, let let let's let's talk about uh, uh, how are people's businesses doing? Uh, uh, you know, the wow. interest rates have been uh, what they've been. I, I know that's choked off a lot of uh, 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 home buying and and home transactions. Uh, probably some of the renovations too, to the extent that people take money. Uh, out of their houses to do their rentals, um, and they couldn't get the the free money and the low rates that 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 we were used to. Um, so I know there was some worry about that. What uh, what's the sense you're getting? That's that's a lot of things to consider. But all in all, um, it was all loom and gloom when we talked about it at the end of the year last year. People were bracing for impact. Uh, keeping in mind though that Canada. My perspective is very much a reno market. There's a lot of renovation as a whole, not necessarily everywhere, yep. but as a whole, when you give when you take a, a broad 
uh, perspective out of it. So that kind of saved the day. Um, yeah, of course, there's been a bit more, bit more money has been moved towards leisure than than houses because the, there's been so much. I'm not going to say artificial, but unpredictable growth during pandemic, uh, right? So it's kind of not normal. But when you think about the Delta from 2019 and now, things are pretty good. I've got members that are actually up relative to last year and they were not slowing down last year. So um, that's that's the general perspective, but yeah, there's some markets have slowed down more than others. Um, but that's, again, I guess that's the power of a co-op. I mean, we do we do the whole thing with the, the general perspective. If it slows down in the West, it's going to be, it's usually a bit more, uh, a bit more lively and more active out, out East. And that's been the case. I mean, the market in the West, as you know, it's, it's its own animal. And a lot of our members are comprised of Quebec and Ontario members as well. So that's the core of our, of our co-op right now. But the Western market in terms of volumes and dollars, it's not the same type of project at all. I mean, this, there's a bunch of zeros that just add up to a project that once you hit Vancouver that you're not going to see in, in the Charlevoix or Tree Rivers or heck in, uh, in, in Cold Lake, right? So they're, they're always... A, they're always a bit more costlier, so goes along with the, the windows and doors that go with it. So the markets have not necessarily not necessarily slowed down, but they've changed in nature. But some markets have been booming uh, more than others, uh, and we're seeing the West and we're seeing Calgary moving quite a bit in that region in that neck of the wood as well. Uh, and Quebec and Ontario has, has stabilized somewhat, uh, and they were less hit. From, from what a lot of people were expecting and sure sure that what I was expecting so we're getting we're getting the head right above the water here so we're not Greg Luganis but uh, we're not hitting the, the end of the pool here awesome well our benefactor Doug Ford is doing everything he can here in Ontario to uh to uh, uh drive things uh corruptly giving away uh big chunks of the green belt to uh, his, uh developer buddies uh that <laughs> so I'm not touching that with build, 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 build. <laughs> I'm not touching that with a driver and an no, iron. No, 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 no. Yeah, the, yeah. I, I, I probably, I don't know why I'm going there, anyways, because I just went 15 rounds with my wife on the issue, anyways. So that's just, <laughs> she hates him so much. Yeah, but you're, but one thing's for sure. I mean, you're, I mean, Toronto is, uh, you know what? When when you think about it, there's a lot of agglomeration, right? So there's a lot. Canada is comprised of a lot of green spaces, but it's those, uh, there's a lot of people are tending to go back to the metropolitan area and mm. it's, it's going up. It's ah, interesting. Up. Yeah. So that may be the thing. I mean, yeah, there's still a lot of room in the, a lot of room in the North Bay, but uh, people want to stay in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the big migration out uh, uh, probably has, uh, that that was that was more of a COVID thing, and has probably come to come grind into a halt a little bit. Are we done with the are we done with the rate rises? Put put on your put on your Oracle hat, Fred. Uh, uh, oh shoot! Um, I'm seeing I'm, apparently China is deflating. Yeah. Um, and you know what? It, there's there's so we're going to see what's going to come out of that Johannesburg meeting in uh, on the on the 22nd of August. A lot of things are come out gonna come out of that, that BRICS meeting and um uh, in Johannesburg. And that's going to make a lot of things move from that point on. Um we're obviously being very much American influenced and but we printed so much money, right? So yeah. we're lucky we've got very good um resources here and that's that's kept us alive and in, in the global and the global market. But as far as interests are concerned, you know what I hope. Uh, I should yeah. do. I mean, and it, it probably be, it probably came back to a normalization of what it should have been uh, a couple of years uh, back. They were just they probably kept artificially low. Not a banker nor an economist, so they'll take they'll they'll take that opinion to the bank and and argue with your brother-in-law about it. But that's just my take. <laughs> exactly. Let me let me go back to something you said. Um, you 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 mentioned that, and and this is my own ignorance. You you, you mentioned that being a member of the co-op can help. Uh, I think smooth out your prices because because you're you guys are working on a national uh, basis. Oh, well, it, it's, it's, all relative, right? it's all relative to the volumes that you buy, obviously, right? But in in all perspective, let's say um, 
And so we have two members and one buys uh, um, 10 share and the other one uh, buys X share. We're, we're going to share the vol that we're going to share the whole volume of, of what was, uh, what was uh, bought uh, supplier and then relative to your volume as well. Right. So right. Finestra does not, does not get involved into pricing of things or what have you, but we do have some guidelines and we'd like to have some, to share some values when we do have those negotiations with, with the suppliers, but, and keep in mind, it's a co-op. So it's, we pull everything together. Darren lies the power of the many for small and medium-sized uh, businesses, right? That are involved. Some, a lot of people that are hungry and I want to go, that want to grow, and that they want to get active. That's a perfect place for them. Whether it's supplier, whether it's uh, whether it's members, for sure. Absolutely, and so so yeah. So if you're the little guy, I think like you mentioned, you know, in Cold Lake, and uh, and uh, you know, you're 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 not buying enough glass to, 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 to qualify for the, for the, for the, the various discount programs that, that, that might be available at, at, at higher volumes. This is how you, you know, the, the, this is how you can Absolutely. get it. I mean, you, you get, you still get your price you do that with your supplier, but you get to have some sort of a rebate program that comes along with it. Right. So, right. Right. And that's it. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. That, that makes sense. Uh, Frederick, if people are, uh, are are interested to find out more about Finestra and uh, maybe to uh, maybe to talk to you and and who knows, pick your brain. Yeah. Uh, where, uh, uh, where 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 do they go? Uh, what are, what are the what's what's the location? You know what? I'm going to be present in most events uh, throughout the industry. That's for sure. So when you see my face, come come and come over. Let's shake a hand and enjoy coffee or beer. I'll be more than glad to learn more about businesses and what your perspective and and if you have any questions regarding Finestra. Otherwise. Uh, you can find me at uh, F-G-A-U-T-H-I-E-R at finestra.coop. So uh, you may have that in the notes uh, of the show made available. And as far as phone numbers are concerned, I'm in, uh, I'm in beautiful Quebec City and proud of my, of my town. So 418-569-1010, so 1010 for all of you. Um, I, you know what? Uh, um, the more the merrier, the more conversation we have. I'm always open to share ideas, challenge some minds, and 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 and, and helping people grow, whether it's uh, windows and doors. But back to the origin of our conversation, that seemed to have been my uh, my train, my 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 the golden uh, the golden thread, if you will. So I'm, I make sure that things get happen. So uh, I gel things. That's what I do. Awesome, awesome. Frederick Goche from Finestra, thank you so much for joining us and uh, giving us uh, all this all this great industry talk. It should uh, go down well on the dock and uh, and uh, next to the pool uh, as we uh, run out the rest of the summer here. Thanks, Fred. Hey, thanks, Pat. Thanks so much. Fenestration Conversation is a presentation of Fenestration Review Magazine and Annex Business Media.